In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Christ is in our midst. He was, is, and always shall be. God, be merciful to me, a sinner. This is the prayer of the publican or the tax collector that we just heard and we've heard many times before. And this is or should be our prayer as we begin our journey again this year. We begin it today. Our journey toward Pascha, toward the resurrection, toward the crucifixion and the resurrection and the ascension into heaven of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So we begin this journey in such a way that the focus or the message is about us. How can this be that the focus or the message is about us? It should be on our Lord. It should be on all the blessings and all the love and compassion and mercy that is bestowed to us from our Lord. And yet, we begin this period that we know as the Triodion, the three odes period of pre-Lenten weeks with a wonderful and beautiful, but hopefully a parable that gets our attention. And there's a reason for that. Because indeed, getting down to the summary or the, the bottom line here, it expresses and teaches us and directs our attention to how we should begin our journey. And that is with humility. Now, we will begin March 7th, Lent. And what are the things or the provisions, as we say, on our Lenten journey that we should be focused on. Prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, or gifts of charity, or giving to others. These are all good things, are they not? These are things that we're called to offer, to, to focus more, to pay more attention to as we continue on in our Lenten journey. So the Pharisee was doing a good thing, right? He said it. I do all these things. This is what I'm supposed to do, and I have done all these things. That wasn't the part that got him into trouble, so to speak. There's a few things from this that we have, we can see that really identify what the condition of his heart is. And both of them went into the temple to pray, which is a good thing. But it says the Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself. So what does this mean? The Pharisee didn't lift up his heart to God. He made himself God. He prayed thus with himself. He was the ultimate judge. He was the ultimate decider of who was worthy and who was not. This is the first misstep by the Pharisee. 
And then he goes on and he says, I did all these wonderful things. And not only that, but I'm not like the other guy. I'm not like that person. And he identifies all sorts of things that none of us should want to be like. Extortioners, unjust, adulterers, tax collector. And in this case, the tax collector wasn't just someone who lawfully collected taxes, but decided what they would be so he could get even more. That's how he would get his payment. So they were, as we've heard many times, much more despised than what we might commonly think of today. Paying taxes, that is, not the people who collect. But it is something that was, and it is a person who was very, very much despised by the people. So again, these are all good things, right? We don't want to be like that. But yet, the way the Pharisee says it and the way the Pharisee responds to it is that person. That person right before me. Again, he prayed to himself and then he made himself the ultimate judge. I'm the one who decides which one of you is justified or not. So we know this. Then the, the publican, as we hear, says these wonderful and beautiful words that we know as the Jesus prayer. And if there's just but one prayer, and I've said this many times, that each and every one of us should have. And I'm asked all the time, I struggle with my prayer life. I can't say all of the prayers that are before me all the time, at all the times that are prescribed. It's challenging to me. I do so well for the first couple of days and then I fall away. Say this prayer. God, have mercy upon me, a sinner. Or Lord Jesus Christ, my God, have mercy upon me, a sinner. This is the prayer that, as our Lord says himself in this parable, the humble prayer of this publican exalted him in the sense that he was brought within the kingdom. The prayer of the Pharisee convicted him. He exalted himself. So how do, we, how do we take this as we begin our journey? How do we look to, or what do we look to rather, to help us as we begin this journey towards our Lord's passion and crucifixion and resurrection? And Paul tells us, he speaks to his spiritual son, and he says, as we heard in the epistle, He tells Timothy, you have observed my teaching, my conduct, my aim in life, my faith, my patience, my love, my steadfastness, my persecutions, my sufferings, and then all the things that happened to me. Yet from them all, the Lord rescued me. Paul wasn't saying as the Pharisee was, look at me, look at all that I've done. Follow me because of me or what the things that I've endured or the things I've done or all these churches that have been established around this area. No, he says, 
Yet from them all the Lord rescued me. Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ, Jesus will be persecuted. And then he speaks about false teachers. So he tells Paul, or he tells Timothy, read the scriptures and seek out and understand what has been handed down to, to you, the tradition, the understanding of the scriptures. So Paul's telling Timothy, and this is how we should begin our journey, is to read the scriptures, to understand what they're saying to us, to seek out spiritual guidance and wisdom so that we can offer the very same prayer and when we offer the very same prayer that the publican did, God have mercy upon me the sinner, we too can be brought within and led and guided to the kingdom. And one more thing he points out, Paul does to Timothy. He says, while evil men and imposters will go on from bad to worse, deceivers and deceived, but as for you, continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it, and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings which are able to instruct you for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. I say this almost every week. It seems like the gospel or the epistle passage that we read reminds us of the times that we're living in. Not unlike the times that Paul or Timothy or the early church was in. There are false prophets, there are deceivers, there are deceptive teachings all around us. It is for us to seek out the spiritual wisdom and guidance that will lead us to the truth, that will lead us into this deepening relationship with Jesus Christ. We do this within the context of the teaching and the wisdom of the church, in the interpretation of the scriptures, in those spiritual guides that we see follow and live the truth. And so we can be guarded against and we can be protected against falling into these and this manner this person of the Pharisee, where we become the judge, where we become God who judges that which is around us and those who are around us. And we must also remember, it's very, it's very important for us to take on the spirit of the publican in humility because Oftentimes, we find ourselves, all of us, falling into this. Not just look at that person who did all these things that are identified in the gospel. They may not look like us. They may not act or talk or speak like us, even in the church. But we must follow the example of the publican. We must first and foremost especially as we proceed on our journey, look within ourselves, look at our hearts, look at who we are, and with humility and with love in our heart, and we'll speak about that in the coming weeks, about how our Lord tells us 
what judgment is about, but with love in our hearts to look at each other and see in them, and see in them, each and every one of them, God, because they are created in His image and likeness. And so, this is how we are to begin our journey. This is the, the way that we take our first steps on our journey this year. Let us do this together. Let us walk on this journey together. All of us, wherever we are, whenever we are here, whatever we are doing, let us walk on this journey together so that we all can arrive at our destination, which is the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.